You want to transform your life, to take care of your body, to strengthen your mind, and you want to do it in a way that fits your real lifestyle. Real wellness is for you. I'm Sherry Traxler, a transformation mentor, national speaker, and author, and I'm here to help you unlock your capacity to be, do, and have all you want. Join me every week for the proven principles and the strategies that actually work in your real life. It is so exciting that you are here investing in yourself today. Pat yourself on the back. This is where you belong. Welcome to Real Wellness. How do you not get stressed out and end the workday completely exhausted? This is such an important episode and it is so dear to my heart because it's recently something I experienced. It is this whole episode is birthed out of something that I hit a wall and something I tried and it has, it's been a game changer. So welcome to episode five. This is phenomenal. We are already at episode five. I'm so excited about that. And I am ready to dive into this. So let me tell you my story first. Recently, I got tired of feeling completely spent at the end of a workday, just frazzled. My mind and my emotions scattered and spent. And then every couple of weeks, this would just build and build. And every couple of weeks, I would be so emotionally drained that my sleep was impacted, my creativity was gone, and I would get behind and be even more drained. And this was one shift that had massive impact. I'm not exaggerating. This is, this is real life stuff that in the past few months has happened for me. And I was in the middle of getting ready to launch this podcast, working with clients, speaking engagements, networking, relationship building, all the things you need to to do that you that you do to keep growing a business. And I ended up hitting a wall and spending part of a day at a park just processing emotions and journaling. As I began to do that, I began noticing I followed a pattern. And this is, I'm just gonna be real. This is what the pattern looked like. I would work on something then and, and work on just whatever project or a client call or whatever. Then, okay, I've got a couple of minutes. I'm going to walk to go get a glass of water. That looks on the outside like a break, but reality was my mind would still be thinking about what wasn't finished or what projects were next or planning the next thing or, oh dear, I'm behind on such and such. Then I would get back to, get quote unquote, get back to work. I would dive into the next thing, but my mind would still be a little distracted from what I had just been thinking about. Then I would finish up that and I would drive to a meeting. What was I doing while I was driving? I was thinking about what I was behind on. I would engage with people in the meeting, but you guessed it, my mind was still yet even a little more distracted and a little more tired. And it was just this constant pull. So then I would drive back to the office. My mind at that point, okay, rearranging. I've got five more hours of things I have on my list, but I've only got three hours left in the day. And how do I fit this in? And it was, my mind was just going constantly. Then at the end of the day, I would feel really tired and I would say, okay, now I'm going to practice stress management in its, in its little box. And so I would pull out a journal and, or I would meditate or I'd go on an evening walk or collapse with a movie, something to decompress, to manage my stress. But that wasn't enough to keep this buildup of mental and emotional stress that had been going. So every day I had that less creativity, every day I had less energy, 
more frustration than the day before until I would end up every couple of weeks completely spent. And that was the pattern that I noticed was a little bit by little bit by little bit until every two to three weeks, I would hit a wall and have to spend part of a day just completely decompressing. And when I saw this, I noticed that little time frame when I'm walking to get a glass of water, when I'm driving to an appointment, when I am whatever, just those small moments, I decided to experiment. What if I allowed myself to think about what was next, wasn't finished, or rearranging plans only when I was there working on it with my schedule. So I, I have my calendar open and I'm planning it. I am have the project folder out and I'm working on it. Okay, now's the time to figure out what is not done or what needs to come next. When I'm walking to get the water, that needs to be mindful. That actually needs to be a break. When I'm driving, that needs to be time to positively daydream. When I'm at a red light, I can do a breathing meditation. And I began to call this white space on a, and you can picture this. In fact, you know, if, if you're driving right now, don't close your eyes and picture it. But otherwise, you can close your eyes and picture this or just look at a piece of paper you have around. The way that you get clarity on what's written is the white space around it. I'm going to say that again. The way you get clarity on what is written is the white space around it. And because I did not allow white space, it kept cluttering what was on the page of my life. Now, this, this is not natural to me. So I had to start verbally saying to myself, no, Sherry, trust that you're going to solve the problem at the time that you're supposed to solve it. If I had a great idea for content, if I had something I wanted to make sure to share with the particular client, I might write that down. I'm not talking about not capturing your ideas, but this constant replanning, this constant refiguring out, I wouldn't call it worry, but it was the mind constantly problem solving. That had to go. All of the research on mindfulness talks about how it does calm the mind and give us clarity and give us energy. And this is a, a form of that. It's a, it's a mindful moment to me is what I'm doing. It's not practicing mindfulness or natural awareness where I'm constantly aware of what I'm doing. I can really get in the flow and get in the hole and get to working on things. But that, that moment in between... One of the things that this reminded me of was I had a therapist many years ago who she said between clients, what she would do would be not think about like I had been doing. She wouldn't be thinking about the client that she just finished or the client that she was getting ready to work with. As she was going to get the next client in the waiting room, she would pay attention to her footfalls. She would pay attention to the sound of her foot hitting the floor. She would pay attention to the muscles in her foot contracting and stretching as she took steps. She would pay attention to her footfalls, and that would reset her mind so that she could be present with the next client. That's what I wanted. I wanted to be able to, whatever project I just finished, whatever client I just talked to, that is now done, and now there is this break, even if it's just 30 seconds or two minutes, that my mind resets. It allows mindfulness to the task at hand and letting my mind get quiet in life's white space. Well, here is the result. This is what is so powerful about this. 
I've been doing this for six to eight weeks now, and I have not had a day that I needed to go to the park and collapse. I have not, now I go to the park for relaxation. I go to the park to get exercise, but to where I say, I can't do this. I can't face this. I can't solve this. My creativity's done. My energy's gone. I am completely spent and I've got to have a half a day or a few hours or, you know, Sunday afternoon, all Sunday afternoon where I'm just done. That has not happened. And this has been the only shift I have made is taking those mindful moments, creating that white space, not by creating that white space, not by adding something to my plate or taking activities away. There has been nothing that has changed. In fact, I'm doing more. And yet I've not had the emotional crisis, the the complete exhaustion that I had been having. So my encouragement to you, if you are not already creating that white space and taking those moments of breaths, start doing that. When you are in, and it is in the littlest things, when you're washing your hands, pay attention to what the water feels like on your hands. When you're brushing your teeth, pay attention to the taste of the toothpaste. When you are walking the dog and you're talking to a neighbor, actually be present. When you are looking at the sunrise, drinking your coffee, instead of thinking about the 20,000 things coming up, take 60 seconds of it and just breathe and be present and allow that white space to be there in those transitions. Let me know what of this impacts you. Let me know how you're going to try this. I would love to know, especially if you do this for a week or two weeks, what impact it has on your emotional state, your energy, your clarity of mind. Because remember, you will get clarity on your life, on the things in your life when you allow the white space around it. Thank you for joining me and investing in yourself today. Who else do you know who needs to hear this? Share this episode with a friend. And until next time, find your path to real wellness and fulfill your potential.